Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, WinterGuard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder WinterGuard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you.
how do you see these guys playing this year? I just saw one of your articles that can be success already, no matter what they do. Because uh, I feel like this year, it's like one of them years like, hey, if, we, if we're good, we're good. If we're not, we're not, because we have all this cap space next summer and all these guys for agents so we can throw at people and we rebuild our franchise next summer and set some cornerstones for our future going forward. Yeah, I mean, what the, basically the, the, the kind of point of, of the story I wrote today was I, I think any way you look at this season, um, you know, if, if you're a Clippers fan or if you're part of the front office or the organization, like I, I think this season, you know, they're, they're playing with house money. Like there there is no really downside to this season barring – uh, like a catastrophic injury to one of their young guys because, uh, you know, the expectations are very low. I, I think they're right now projected as like uh, the 11th seed in the West, according to Las Vegas and, and most preseason projections from, from different uh, NBA experts. So it's like at, at that kind of point, like uh, if they, if they make the playoffs, which I, I think they can, if everything goes right in a, in a best case scenario, um, you know, then, then they're that scrappy underdog team that overachieved and no one believed in them and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, everything's cool. They missed the playoffs. Well, they're not projected to make the playoffs, so it doesn't really matter. And then on top of that, they owe Boston a, a lottery protected uh, first-round pick over the next couple of seasons. So there's actually incentive for them to miss the playoffs this season. Uh, so if they miss the playoffs, they get to keep their lottery pick and uh, then go into next summer with a bunch of cap space, the possibility of, signing not just one, but potentially two stars uh, to go along with uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, potentially Tobias Harris if they keep him. So I think they're in a really good spot where they have a really deep team. Uh, they don't have a, a traditional star, but, you know, they have Tobias Harris, Lou Williams, Danilo Gallinari. They have some players, you know, that's not even to mention, like, you know, Pat Beverly, Avery Bradley, Montrez Harrell, Marcin Gortat. Like, they, they have a very deep team. Uh, no one really like jumps out at you, like, you know, like a like a uh, going to be necessarily an all star. But um, we we've seen in the past with with teams like Houston before they got James Harden, uh, with, with that Denver team with Andre Iguodala, uh, who, who was probably better than anyone on this team. But but that that was kind of another team that was built on their depth. So I, I think there is a blueprint for them to make the playoffs. Uh, I would not bet on it, but. Um, I do think like it, it wouldn't surprise me. Like I know some people are going to be shocked if they somehow make the playoffs. Uh, it would not surprise me. Uh, but I, I, you know, I just think that they're in this great position where uh, they are set up for the for the now in the future. Uh, I think they are better than people are, are kind of expecting, and uh, it's going to be a super interesting season. You know what reminds me of a team Doc Rivers had? I think it was that 1999-2000 season when he had all those guys in Orlando. They overachieved and trying to trying to get McGrady, Duncan, and Hill. They tried it, but Doc, but they couldn't get Tim Duncan. And Grant Hill's ankle was shot. But the Clippers remind me of that team back in the day. There. Yeah, no, and Doc has actually alluded to that. Doc, Doc has, uh, you know, when we spoke to him, like he he's brought up that team as kind of really the only team uh, he can compare this team to just because, uh, you know, he, he was fired in Orlando after a few years um, and then, you know, went to Boston that, you know, coached very young, bad teams kind of around Paul Pierce for a bit. Then obviously they got KG Ray Allen and that team won championship. It was contending for, you know, half a decade. And then he came to the Clippers uh, where they had their big three in Lob City and stuff. So, 
he's never really coached like this type of um, you know team with with uh, just a, you know a bunch of, of vet you know mix of veterans and young guys and, and you don't really know what the expectations are and um, you know really like you said the only team is that that first and that was, that was his first coaching season too so um, you know he was a rookie coach in, in all that madness so uh, I, I, that's that's to me like what, what's so fascinating about this team is that I, I think they're they're a scrappy team, you know, they're, they're going to try, you know, as you kind of expect them to have a similar identity to last season's team. Like they're going to try hard every, every game, every possession. Uh, they're going to be in a lot of games. I don't really see this as a team that's going to get blown out a lot. Um, now, whether they can close games and, and whether, you know, Tobias or Lou or, or Gallo can, you know, can, can kind of go toe to toe with some of the stars in, in the NBA. Like, I, I don't know about that. We'll, we'll see that as the season progresses, but uh, I do expect this to be a fun, competitive team, and a, a team that's probably going to be around 500. But, you know, give or take a few wins either way. Now, what are the two of my old buddies, Lou? Lou will, of course, going to be a sixth man. But where's my man, Mike Scott, fitting into the equation with the Clippers this year? Because I felt like when he signed there, he had a lot of guys up to four and five position in that, in that stretch four position. So why did Mike Scott sign there? So will he be in the rotation, or he just be a guy kind of just filter on the roster there? So it's it's early with Mike. Um, Doc said that he came into camp out of shape uh, and, you know, was kind of playing his way back into shape, playing his way into um, kind of understanding their, their schemes offensively and defensively. So it's kind of uh, to be determined with Mike right now. I think he has a good chance at being in the rotation. Doc tends to uh, stick with about a 10-man rotation. So, um kind of like mid first quarter to mid second quarter and like mid third quarter to early fourth, he, he usually goes with the bench. So uh, I, I think that Mike, you know, look at, look at the Clippers depth chart. He's probably that backup four uh, alongside like Montrez Harrell, um, Lou Williams and, and Shea Gilgis Alexander and, and Luke Mbamute. So I, th- I think that's probably right now the most likely um, second unit lineup. Now there's a chance they've talked about playing Luke Mbamute at the four, uh, which would probably bump Mike out of the rotation, and then they put someone else at the three. Uh, maybe Tyrone Wallace, who I really like. Uh, maybe they, they they bump Shea up to the three and put uh, Milos in there. Um, so, I mean, that's the thing with this team is that there's so much depth. Like if if you look at their roster, that they probably have like 12 guys who would expect you know consistent minutes on, on you know most NBA teams. So the fact that they're going to have to, to condense that to nine or ten guys, and, and you know some of those guys are just going to be split in minutes anyway. Uh, I think it's another thing because a lot of these guys are on one-year one deals, and, and you know as much as we like to, to live in like a fantasy world where everyone puts the team first and and what's best for the team, uh, you know a lot of these guys are playing for contracts, and you, you can't really rule that out. So. Uh, Doc has also talked about how that's going to be, you know, a juggling act this season and, and might actually be the most difficult part of the season is just figuring out everyone's minutes, everyone's role, uh, you know, who's okay with what, uh, who's not okay with what, and how you kind of deal with that. And uh, But I do think Mike, I mean, I, I do think Mike will have a smaller role this season. He, if he is in the rotation, I, I kind of expect him to be like eight to 12 minutes a night. I know he's playing like uh, around like 18 with, with Washington last season. Uh, I just think that it's the, the, the depth of this team is, uh, and he's kind of at that four spot where they have Gallinari, they have Tobias Harris, they have Luke Mbamute, like they have a lot of guys there. So 
um, I do think he's going to be kind of phased out of the rotation a little bit. I, I find the Clippers will be, Yovan, a buyout team. Like, guys looking for that buyout come to, during the buyout season because they want to play somewhere in the playoffs or something or show off before, before, the, before April comes to get them a contract next year. I can see Mike asking for a buyout. I've got some one-year deal saying, guys, buy me out. You know, <laughs> I can get out here and find my role elsewhere probably. Yeah, I mean, I think the Clippers are that, – that's also – I mean, the, the the two biggest variables of this team that are hard to kind of predict and, and make it so that, it, you know, that really I think if, you know, looking at every team in the NBA, Clippers are probably in the in the top three in terms of, like, hardest team to predict or, or most, uh, you, know, var- you know, just kind of variance with, with their potential record and, and success because this team has a lot of health problems and, you know, well-documented, like, Danilo Gallinari, uh, Avery Bradley, Patrick Beverly, those guys have all pretty much, you look at the last two years, those guys kind of average 15 to 20 missed games every season. So you got to kind of factor that in. On top of that, Milos Teodosic, you know, who's 30 years old, he missed half the season last year, and there's no guarantee he's going to be healthy. So their health is completely up in the air. And on top of that, they have since they have so many one-year deals, uh, you know, a lot of these guys could get traded. It would not surprise me if Avery Bradley or Patrick Beverly or Milos Teodosic, maybe Mike Scott, like you never know if a team's looking for a, you know, a backup big, like uh, a lot of these guys are very tradable. Uh, so uh, I think looking at, you know, on top of everything else, just with their talent and kind of not really sure where to put them in the West, there, there are a lot of health concerns and there's a lot of like some of these dudes can get traded or, or maybe bought out. Uh, you know, kind of around the trade deadline. So really with the Clippers, like we could be looking at a much different team come like February or March uh, than, than the team we, you know, that's, that's currently playing. So uh, that's why I think this team is just so fascinating because you could tell me they win 30 games and, and are the 12 or 13 seed. And I would believe it. You could tell me they win 47 games and, you know, are the six or seven seed. And I would believe it. Uh, I think there's a huge gap there between the kind of outcomes of their season uh, and anything kind of in between that, I, I would believe. That's what I got for you is this. Uh, how much longer do you believe we will have the Bomber, Frank, Jerry West, Doc Rivers battery, or is Doc Rivers maybe on the way out of, of, of the Clippers land after this year? Well, Doc actually signed an extension over the summer, so he has, I think, another two, I want to say two years after this one. Uh, so I, I expect Doc to kind of be with the team until he personally is is you know unless like i, I would say I, I would be shocked if he's not with the team heading into next season uh, i think it's kind of after next season would would maybe be the year where if they strike out in free agency uh you know m- maybe they win 35 games this year which is kind of their vegas line they strike out in free agency and then next season kind of run it back with a similar you know similar team and win 35 games again like I can maybe see them being like, all right, maybe it's time to part ways. But I, I was thinking more like this summer would be the summer that the doc left, whether that was retiring or, or moving to a different team. You know, there was some Orlando rumors, some, some Knicks rumors um, that didn't happen. So the fact that doc's still there, I expect him to be there. Jerry is the one that's kind of off in the air. Cause he's like, you know, I believe he's like 80, 81. Um, so who knows how long he wants to do this. You know, like it's, probably a year-to-year thing with him and steve obviously owns the team so you know expect that to to be the case moving forward um and then you know now they're they're working on that inglewood deal which is going to be really fascinating to see 
Uh, I know a lot of people are opposed to it. Uh, they've got a lot of pushback on it, but it seems like they, that, you know, they've just continued in the process of it um, and, and have, you know, had a couple things signed with, you know, a couple of bills signed with it. So um, that, that would be coming in 2024 when their Staples Center leases up. So, uh, you know, I think overall the, the future of the Clippers is it's an exciting time. It's just, you know, kind of back to that uh, kind of middle ground for now. And uh, we don't know how long they're going to be in that state. Yes, indeed. Hey, man, great insight on the Clippers, man. I look forward to it. I know with the Hawks here, I know we ain't going to be good this year. <laughs> so I'm already waiting for that, for that. So get that high draft pick, Hawks, because we're not going to be good. Exactly. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, man, happy birthday to you, Yovan. Look to talk to you again down the road, my good brother. Hopefully I'll see you when we come to L.A. on the 28th of January there, man. All right, awesome, man. Yeah, let me know. Uh, sure will, anyway. brother. Hey, have a good one. Talk to you real soon, my man. Uh, appreciate it, man. Talk soon. No doubt, folks. This Yovan Buhal here on the Boss Band Show from Athletic L.A. fans, I got a great album for you. Today we have them from Family Grinding NT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Tell me what you gonna do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and Scissor. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. 
come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar Memphis.